and welcome to Crafts and Crime. I'm Amy. I'm Elaine. It's been forever. It has been forever. <laughs> we um, took a little summer break mm-hmm. and we haven't recorded for like a month, which is... Oh my gosh, I know. It but it's also month. cool because we were that caught up. But now we're kind of behind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, we're in the month where we... You guys don't know that, but like, <laughs> we're running out of material. Yeah. <laughs> I know we okay. haven't updated on Patreon for a long time. <laughs> it's been busy. Our kids have been back in school yeah. for a bit. Yeah. We started back to school and we homeschool so mm-hmm. it's a lot on our part to get them all ready and um and then you had your oh let me move my microphone you had your little vacation you went on and I was lonely the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and my kids are driving me crazy and so then it was like I realized <laughs> how how much I needed that like how much I need a break <laughs> Oh gosh. So, yeah, because usually if does. I get overwhelmed, I'm like, okay, I'm going over to Elaine's house. Bye. <laughs> and I couldn't do that. And I was like, well, and then I was kind of laughing because I'm like, well, technically I can just go over there and hang out with your cats. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but I didn't. So I know. So we're, we're back at it and yep. things are slowly getting back to normal. We're getting yeah. into the routine now that summer's oh, winding down, even yeah. though it's still like hot. It This, this week is supposed to be cool for the next few days and then it's i think it's back up to like the mid 90s for the rest of the month (laughs) yeah but it is much different the mornings are really nice and chilly Mm -hmm. and cool and then the evenings are cool-ish so the peak heat only lasts for a little while it's still warmer than i'd like but yeah and now that we're in september um as we're recording it's Mm -hmm. like we're we see the end of it we had a couple storms come through that <laughs> that hurricane that was not a hurricane yeah. and then the rain the crazy rain that we got like last week or whatever <laughs> and, and kurt he was like this is way worse than the hurricane yes! rain yeah it he's was like so this wor- he's this rain is way worse than the hurricane rain yeah avery was outside <laughs> riding her bike and it was like cloudy and we knew oh it's gonna cloud burst happen so oh fast. my gosh it like the sky opened and it was a torrential downpour and cool. avery was like trying to get her bike back in the backyard Aww. and she came in and she was like i'm soaked oh my god <laughs> like it came out of nowhere it, yeah um it was funny because i know i was texting you i was sitting outside and i was watching the chickens and so uh, Feline and Honeydew looked like they were on a date. They just huddled <laughs> up together and were just like watching the rain. Artemis mm-hmm. was in the coop. And um, and then the little chicks, that was their first time seeing rain. Yeah. And so they like didn't they, know what to do. <laughs> no, they all like were just like all their heads were all up and they were all over the place. Uh-huh. So they were into it. It was really, really cute because it wasn't cold. Yeah. No, the rain was, was like, oh, that's a bit chilly. But the temperature just in general. So since I know. they're covered up completely. Um, they were comfortable. It was cute. Yeah. It's kind of weird thinking of like, this creature is seeing rain for the first I time. <laughs> well, that's like, it that has we, to be insane. When we carried them from like the dining room where we had the incubator <laughs> and they all hatch. And so it's like, oh, hi. And then you take them outside and you're like, this is the first time they've seen sunlight. Yes. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's just kind of funny when you think about it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I have a lot of chicks right now and. <laughs> a lot well but. now that i'm so the thing is i mean you know but my chicken artemis is in the coop and she's broody and she i gave her some of your eggs just to mm-hmm. hatch to try to just because i thought it'd be cute but also i was just like whatever 
But um, as I told you, uh-huh. we have the dreaded mites on yeah. her, on just her, and like her comb is getting pale, mm-hmm. so she's definitely getting anemic. She's not; it's like the beginning of stages, so she's not infested. Yeah. But now I feel like I have crap crawling on me, <laughs> and so I treated her a little bit, and then I have some other stuff I'm going to use. But I'm going to have to take those eggs away. Yeah, and I kind of feel bad, but she's like her health because, um, again, we talk about chickens constantly. But if you don't know, like the broodiness they will just sit and sit and sit and they'll just run out for half Mm -hmm. a second to eat and drink water and they basically just do enough to keep themselves alive yeah well she's not she's getting Mm -hmm. skinny she's just sitting and i have seen her a little bit go out in the early morning but she's like literally kind of killing herself trying to take care of these eggs and i'm like you can't yeah no i've always i've never let a hen stay broody i've always separated them and so it's weird because they're both kind of broody um honeydew is a little bit but then she's like whatever and she leaves but um yeah i was just like oh well (laughs) it's because they're like they're basically the equivalent of like 16 year olds yeah they're having like super hormone surges so Mm -hmm. my damn rooster is crowing every two fucking seconds (laughs) it's really loud started at like uh, four forty-five this morning. Yeah, I think I thought I heard him. And then, this yeah, morning, he like, did. And then, um, he's responding to other crows in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm gonna get a hold of this, uh, rescuer that helped us with a hummingbird that we found, mm-hmm. and um, because I do remember her talking about, um, either her or one of her co-workers at the rescue has roosters mm-hmm. so i was like okay you want to come take this rooster rooster <laughs> rooster come take me. the rooster <laughs> and then maybe i'll pawn off like five of the baby bunnies like for the food for the yeah. rescue. yeah for the rescue but i'm so. just like <laughs> i really love feline i know but he he's is loud. my baby but he is getting really really loud and um not towards me but he's kind of aggressive towards the girls oh, he now. attacked me like so. for a little while i thought that um I thought that they had pox. And mm-hmm. then I realized it was just he was his. Just pecking. He's pecking the crap out of them. And yeah. he's getting bossy. Instead mm-hmm. of like leading them to the food like he should. He's bullying them. He's bullying them. And I straight up heard that like awful chicken screaming. And I went yeah. and looked. And he had her comb in his mouth. And he was uh, like wrestling her. And it was so, so sad. Mean. Yeah. And she actually has like a little tiny tear in the back of her comb. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's so sad. I was like, okay, fuck this rooster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love him though. But My rooster like... I think he just gave up on crowing. Well, I heard he him like... and Feline crowing back and forth, but Fluffy Cheeks is so quiet. Mm-hmm. It is. It must be like a breed thing. I did it read that be. the Rhode Island Reds are really noisy. Yeah. And they have the chipmunk pattern. So even though he's not like Feline isn't classically that Rhode Island Red, red which is uh-huh. like a Auburn, um, he still could be that in like a barnyard. Yeah. And the crazy part is he's only six months old and he is not full grown and he is huge. huge. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> and that's a reason why I can't just try it's to like give Jack's, him away. It's like Jack's dad talking about the big, Jack will know what I'm talking about, but his dad talking <laughs> about the big rooster with the big talent or, you know, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, okay. He said, he, as a typical old man, he tells the same story over and over. Oh, okay. We're like, oh, we know this rooster. We know the story. But he was just talking about this giant rooster. And it was like, did he get attacked by leaves. a rooster? No. He was like, it would just stir you down. Like, it was ready to attack. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> okay. So that's funny. Feline's like a little puppy. He follows me everywhere. And I call him and he cl- clicks behind me. And he does his little tap dance. So he thinks I'm one of his lady friends. Mm-hmm. And so it's probably why he's nice to me because yeah. he thinks I'm one of his 
um, like harem. Mm -hmm. But the only reason why I don't want to get rid of him, the only reason that I've been keeping him is because of the simple fact that um, Honeydew and Feline are like pretty paired up because I only have the three. And so if I take him away, I'm going to take... But I can't put in um, the Samani chicks yet. They're too small. Mm. And so if I take him away, I know that Honeydew is going to bully Artemis because she kind of does already. Yeah. Artemis is like the third wheel. And so right now, while she's got eggs, I'm like, Honeydew's going to brutalize her. So I've seen them bully because we've talked about it before, the pecking order. Mm. Oh, my ankle. I got bit by a mosquito. <laughs> the pecking order. And so Feline is the top. Honeydew is yeah. the middle. And Artemis I is don't... at the bottom. I don't know what mine are. They're just all because you have a lot. Yeah. So so the thing is, that's what you're supposed to have. Oh my is gosh! That but... You're supposed to have a lot, mm-hmm. so that the rooster isn't always pecking on one. Yeah. Well. But then I see it, and they say that they do it anyway. Look at see Miss Frizzle. <laughs> she literally like it. Sweet she looks baby. like a butchered chicken. She's got like no feathers. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes <laughs> it happens. She just looks like a crackhead. She's <laughs> like, so sweet. Those tiny babies of hers. I can't wait to get one. Oh, Holy I crap. I hope they're girls. They have the cutest little like flipped Fluffies. up like yes. feathers. It's really cute. It really is. They have like they're the... They're kind of more petite, right? She's yeah. kind of considered more yeah, petite. Yeah, yeah. She's really small. <laughs> and her eggs are smaller, but... Oh. And fluffy cheeks are so pretty. Yeah. I know. We're we like talked about chickens minutes. for like 10 minutes. Almost every single episode. Yeah, no, I'm I'm riding the struggle bus today. My kids were up. Well, the little ones were up like 545. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just listening to you talk about chickens. I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Let me put you to sleep with our next topic. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, it's pretty cute. Okay. And so. Oh, wait, I know this one. You do? Did we talk about it? I think you told me when you left my house yesterday. Poopits. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I gotta go do my puppets. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> There we go. See? That yeah. Probably, the one time. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You told me you were like. Bye. Yeah, I'm bye. Time. Yeah. I got to go do my puppets. I'm like, oh, okay. I think I know what that means. So, <laughs> either you're playing with puppets or you're. <laughs> Which you could, could be all of the it options. It could be either, but I knew we were I both I have working. a book on making marionettes because I'm like super into it and I'm going to start working actually on just a simple hand puppet um, of the little baby killer clowns from outer space. Mm-hmm. Um, the little babies hatch from like popcorn box, popcorn. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> this, they like hatch out. And so my arm part is the perfect length of like their neck that's extending. Oh, okay. up. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah, I'm working on that and I've been planning it for a little bit. So then, Oh, I just realized I was like, wait, wait. So now that I was doing this, um, it kind of works in because I was like, maybe she thinks I'm going to build a puppet. No, I was, I kind of figured because we were both saying like, oh, I'm going to work on my case. And you were like, oh, I'm going to work on my my craft. And then you left and you were like, hey, I'm going to go do my puppets. I'm going to go do my puppets. Like maybe she's crafting. I know. I thought we were supposed to be working. (laughs) It is work. It is. Okay. So just like a lot of these puppetry is completely ancient it's Mm -hmm. been around through pretty much most of history in some form of or another and originating back as far as um, 4,000 years with like evidentiary proof Mm. and I think that's really fun Um, the historians think that they're pretty sure that puppetry I'm gonna say this word so many times if it was a drinking game <laughs> is it one of those words that you kept writing and it's yes. like this doesn't look right yeah and then in my head I'm going poopits because my <laughs> husband does that all the time I don't mm. even know what it's from um that puppetry predated theater acting by a ton mm. so it was a 
you know, there was no way you could sexualize a puppet pretty much. And so um, it was always appropriate. Puppetry was always Uh appropriate. Evidence in Egypt as early as 2000 BCE was given of string operated figurines of wood to perform actions of kneading bread. (laughs) Oh, is that kind of cute and funny? (laughs) So um, there were also wire controlled and articulated puppets that were made of clay and ivory that were found in tombs. It's like little effigies. Maybe it was their favorite puppet. I don't Mm -hmm. know. So it's, it's interesting because the structure of puppets has always been the same, but it went through like phases and ebbs and flows of what was more popular. So even though, uh, puppetry had been around forever, there were a ton of different forms of it. So I'm going to go through some Mm -hmm. and, Uh, But just there's not a lot of sources. So definitely check the sources because even just the Wikipedia is going to be like a million photos of the cutest. I can't add them all to Instagram. It would be like a billion. I know that's hard sometimes (laughs) when I'm trying to pick my pictures for Instagram. Yeah. And there's so many that are good. I know. So there were some hieroglyphics describing what was called walking statues that were used in ancient religious dramas. And so they're assuming that these were puppets. Mm -hmm. And um we, you know, right next door, it seems like it always is. Puppetry was used in ancient Greece for the same exact reasons. It was teaching um, for entertainment, but mostly for religious religious rites in general. Mm. In sub-Saharan Africa, they may have inherited puppet traditions of ancient Egypt because, you know, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of the ethnic groups in that entire region are still using puppets in ritual dramas to current times the same way. Um, Basically from the evidence that we have pup, I think this is so cute. It's just, we are all the same forever. Mm -hmm. Puppetry has been found in basically every human society. Oh really? (laughs) So we all want to just play with little Little dollies and and toys and, and use them to explain (laughs) stories. And I love Mm -hmm. that. Like I got little goosebumps. It's just, it's funny. We yeah. are all the same and we always have been and we say it all the time. I know, yeah. Um, so China's history with puppets began about 3,000 years ago, originally in the, I'm sorry, y'all, uh, the Pyongji, also called the Theater of Lantern Shadows. Mm. I love that. And um, they were they were the same beautiful puppets that we would think of as paper dolls traditionally for us they were articulated and they were um sometimes behind screens or completely hidden and the puppets are like a Mm -hmm. shadow puppet and i just love that by the song dynasty which is um 960 to 1279 a.d puppets played to all social classes including um the courts but it's so interesting because the puppeteers were still considered to be like lower class, mm. even though they were accepted and like revered, they were yeah. still like poop. Um, and that's really sad. I, I you know. Yeah, it's that just like is. Everybody wants something. Well, it's but... like most arts. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You got to be dead in a thousand years yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so Japan has multiple forms of puppetry with... Um, one being called uh, Buraku and those are really beautiful painted and they're clothed and they're carved out of wood and these puppets um, have like what we can what we know for ventriloquist dummies is like the puppet line some of them had moving mm, eyes mm-hmm. they were really well articulated and um, they 
were developed out of the Shinto temple rites. And in what would happen is wearing all black, the puppeteer would become invisible on a stage with a black screen or just complete darkness behind them. Mm-hmm. And the torch lights in front only illuminated the puppet therefore oh, the puppeteer okay. was completely invisible oh so okay. a lot of these like talent shows nowadays have characters like that which mm-hmm. are super cool and it's been around forever yeah so where they like black themselves out and you know they use those morph suits and yeah so it's cool because these are techniques that have been used for thousands mm-hmm. of years so um these puppets were typically worked by just one single person, but by 1730, they became, these puppets became so sophisticated with their mouths and their hands that up to three puppeteers were needed to manipulate one doll, which oh. is a lot because even nowadays, it's still technically about a one or two person job mm-hmm. for really large puppets. I love this next one, and I'm sorry for any countries I am going to leave out. This Wikipedia article that I mainly pulled uh, yeah. from had, like, every country in the world. So I just tried to pull kind of one from every region. Mm-hmm. That's what I tried to do. Okay. This one was super interesting. In Vietnam, they developed their own kind of puppet theater art in water. Mm. And so the show is performed in, like, a waist-deep um, a pool think of like the, our backyard pool yeah uh-huh. and um and so the characters look like they're dancing and moving on top of the water itself mm-hmm. and the art is about 700 years old so relatively new compared mm-hmm. to the rest and it came about from when the rice fields would flood and so villagers just did what they could that would mean your whole area was flooded and so they were entertaining each other with these little puppet shows and so it became like a larger popular Mm -hmm. thing I love this part so much their puppetry became so amazing and like exciting that it was super common to this day (laughs) underground puppet societies (laughs) Secret what? puppet societies. Yes. What? It became like fights to who could make better characters, better stories, better decorations. Because come on, you have to think about it on water. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Um, I did want to look into it more, but I needed this to be done today. Yeah. <laughs> but So that was really, really fun. India also has its own ancient and amazing rich traditions with puppets. And they were string puppets. Um, marionettes, like I mentioned um in Egypt, they've been found. Marionettes are my favorite. Mm-hmm. And um, they are referenced in the Indian epic Mahabharata. The first Indian ventriloquist, Professor Y.K. Padhya, introduced this kind of puppetry in the 1920s. So ventriloquism is kind of an interesting thing. But mm-hmm. they've been using string puppets since um, way back in the day. And I love that because they are the most fun. Um, So here's a really good one. You'll like this. Italy is considered to be the early home of the marionette because of Roman influence. Mm -hmm. And um, it's super cute because the Christian church would use marionettes in what they call morality plays, which are just like, you know, religious plays. Uh And scholars think that the word marionette comes from the small figurines of the Virgin Mary, marionette equals small Mary doll. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, at this time, Italy became popular for doing um, comedic puppetry. Mm-hmm. And um, so they brought puppet shows out. But the thing was, it became too much fun <laughs> for the church, <laughs> too inappropriate. You know, laughing's not okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so um, 
the, these kind of puppet shows were moved to the streets mm-hmm. and then they were able to be basically more risque because mm-hmm. they weren't being um, controlled by yeah. the church in the church streets. So this is like Pinocchio, right? <laughs> yeah, a yeah. marionette puppet. Yeah, because yeah, Troy has an old Pinocchio. Yeah, I <laughs> love puppets closet. so much. Um, and it's funny because my sister, she's really good at them and she made me laugh and we had this little tiny... Um, marionette puppet that's like made of pom-poms that we Mm. got from the fair a long 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 time ago and when my daughter was like three she played with it and she like learned to make it tap dance Uh and like it was really they're so silly it makes sense why they've been around how easy it is for them to make you laugh Mm because they really are just so humanistic I know it's weird (laughs) well when you were saying like that they would take it to the streets and they could be more risque I kind of thought of that scene from Pinocchio where it's like the girls are dancing and he's like (laughs) dancing with them and stuff and so it's like oh yeah they can get or doesn't she like turn around and like I think so yeah Yeah, I think so and you know the puppetry even nowadays with these marionettes they are a form of um their sticks and the sticks go crisscross against the top and there's notches carved out and you slide a string in mm-hmm. and it comes down and it's super easy because it's just typically the um two sides manipulate the arms and the front and back manipulate the legs and but there are more for double-handed um mm-hmm. like what the heck is his name in the movie no, monstros the whale. Anyway, <laughs> and there are multiples for multiple puppets moving mm-hmm. their head. Eventually, got to mouth movements. It's insane, mm-hmm. and they were doing this. And you only got ten fingers, and so they would. Yeah. There were so many different kinds where they learned to articulate with fingertips, and it's just bananas. <laughs> so in France, um, I'm going to. I know a little bit of french oh god um <laughs> uh the main character g-u-i-g-n-o-l the main character of this show it was made for children but um basically it ended up being funny for adults more so mm-hmm. and this was old we're gonna get to a date but it's crazy because um during this time it was made by uh laurent morgey and um uh oh sorry laurent morger guignol (laughs) the guy's last name that became the character name he was the creator and um he made this show during the french revolution and he ended up actually becoming a dentist during the french revolution and what his job was for was mostly pulling teeth so he set up this puppet show in front of the chair to make people comfortable adults and children (laughs) and so it actually ended up taking off and becoming a very popular thing and now Mm -hmm. their form of puppet shows is that I can't say that word. I'm sorry. I had all these plans to like, I typically, yeah, I typically pick up a translation and I just was, it was late. Oh (laughs) yeah. No, I don't. I just, I guess. I try. I I, I, I try, but I just didn't. (laughs) So. We only do so much. I know. We're doing our best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In Britain, some people may be familiar with the Punch and Judy doll. So they both are kind of harsh looking puppets with um, sharp jaws, long noses, rosy cheeks. They tend I tend to have kind of like a Harlequin pattern of diamonds on their outfits. Okay, and maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, like, no, um, no, I, I will don't. put a picture of these in our Instagram because I think most people will know. Okay. So Punch and Judy puppet tree goes back to the 16th century. And he's basically the embodiment of disobedience. 
And so he acts up and Judy is his wife and she tries to keep his shit together <laughs> and he acts up. This is the whole thing of the show. Mm. Um, and so that's why it's funny because, mm-hmm. oh, husbands. You know. mm-hmm. But um, the point was, I believe back then it was probably along the lines of like they'd say morality plays. You know, they make a play. He does something bad. And mm-hmm. the moral of the story is. Yeah. And so she helps. Um, she helps keep him in line. Mm-hmm. And. One of the fun things about this was that in Britain, the Punch It and Judy show basically made the popularity of the traveling puppet booth mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. available to the masses. It was something they learned to like hinge it and boop, pick it up, move it around. Mm-hmm. In Germany and Austria, puppetry flourished in the 16th century as well. Um, very similar to these Italian comedies. Um, their German like punch doll was called Casperl mm-hmm. while Judy sorry Sandro I'm trying <laughs> while Judy was called Greta know that one <laughs> and um, in 18th century the marionettes were used for and I love this because don't you want to see a show with no kids um, in the 18th century the marionette shows were like not adults only in that way but they were like operatic they were mm-hmm. fancy things that were not meant for children to come in and ruin mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that was kind of interesting too mm-hmm. um, in North America in the Teotihuacan <laughs> culture oh, that is very hard to say yeah those are all hard um, in central Mexico in 600 AD they had kind of something very similar to in Egypt which is like so far away Uh these little clay figurines that had articulated arms and legs that were meant for funerary rites and some of them had removable heads so I think it's probably like removing maybe the uh, expression for Mm -hmm. the doll maybe Mm -hmm. um, during different parts of those funerary rites maybe they changed it I'm not Uh sure and Native Americans used um, ceremonial puppets in and in um, 1519, I kind of love this, two Native American puppeteers accompanied um, Hernando Cortez on his first trip into Mexico. Hmm. So, I don't know, keep him company and <laughs> puppet shows. <laughs> um, there really wasn't, it didn't say why, it just, just said just that, so he, that did. he did. Uh. Maybe <laughs> he's going to take puppetry on the road. Yeah. Um, so in the Dust Bowl, which is our depression, which we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. So the 1920s-ish, a little earlier than that. Um, puppeteers traveled with carnivals and they created all their own scripts and dolls and sewed the clothes. They made the whole thing. And I love that, too, because unfortunately, back then, um, carnival people were looked, they still are, <laughs> were yeah. looked down upon um, as being dirty and gross mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But like. I can't imagine having to make all that stuff by hand when mm. there's no money. And yeah. You're starving. Um, in the 1940s, uh, a lot of people are familiar with the Howdy Doody puppet. Mm-hmm. And he was a marionette, a little cowboy. And he became super popular. And he was on television. And his merchandise is worth like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, in the 60s, this is going to come up to more of our American culture. Um, Jim Henson was creating kind of a new uh, puppet that was made out of foam rubber and cloth and he called them all collectively his Muppets Mm -hmm. and from that Sesame Street came Sesame Street was first and then after Sesame Street came the Muppet Show Mm -hmm. 
and um, that you know became such a pop culture thing and he continued to branch out into more sophisticated puppetry with animatronics mm-hmm. and he invent he invented he created um, Jim Henson's uh, creature shop which mm-hmm. I would want to work out so bad but there's like Have no you, did you watch that show yes I did and yeah, I was, was pissed because really it was good. only a know, season, season. it was so good and it's been so long since I watched it and I wonder if it's still on the sci-fi channels what it played on here i know yeah. i loved it and i, I, I would cry <laughs> i i loved the muppet show at disneyland yeah. oh, okay. in california adventure because mm-hmm. we had passes years ago and um they just changed everything up it's too they expensive did. now yeah but um yeah we used to have passes for years um sign up to our patreon and... please help <laughs> our family get disneyland passes seriously it's ridiculous um, it's really expensive <laughs> three but... days is like eight hundred dollars yeah so we um used to have disney passes and um we would go watch that muppet show all the time Cute. and it was in the it was like in pretty close to the entrance it's in that theater i think now they changed i know they changed it to like frozen i don't know what it is now mm-hmm. i think i saw something about it but um i, I was know actually, mom and crystal saw the frozen yeah um so, yeah. yeah we watched the frozen and i cried because avery was little and she was singing, <laughs> oh, singing. but um i i loved that muppet show and it was like the 3d put the um was it 3d I can't remember the one in Disneyland <laughs> yeah. was yeah where captain eo would show up that so like, that was yeah. the one that was 3d and we were watching, so it was me, Troy, and Avery uh-huh. watching the Muppet Show in California Adventure, mm-hmm. and an earthquake happened. Did you think it was part of the show? No, because oh, I okay. knew it wasn't. There were like, <laughs> oh, because you you've seen it tell, before. <laughs> yeah, you could tell tourists were like freaked out, and they left, and then they shut it all down. They shut down the whole like park Park. for like an hour or whatever and everyone had to stand in the middle of like you had to go out (laughs) away from the attractions until like the middle of the street it was at night it was late and then um i I can't remember who texts me and they were like oh there's helicopters flying over like news helicopters flying over and i'm like i'm in that crowd (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that makes sense though i never thought about it i'm like how do they get I guess they just like the show pull the on. ride in. No, I'm yeah, wondering yeah. like all the rides. They just yeah, pull them they in, just pull them, they, get them they off don't, as soon as possible. Yeah. So that's what they did. But we were in the theater and it played for a little bit longer. And then all the lights <laughs> turned on. They're like, okay, that was an earthquake. Get, get out. I'm like, dang it. Just keep. Thanks this is California. Lot. We're fine. That was a tiny one. <laughs> it was nothing. So I could still stand. Yeah. But it was it was crazy because all the screens and everything were like, boom, 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 boom. oh, my so. God, it never occurred to me like how loud that would be in such a mm-hmm. full place. Even yeah. just the trees rumbling together there, because yeah. for people who haven't gone um, Disneyland and California Adventures next door, they're like magically decorated within their mm-hmm. own forest. The amount of yeah, trees, trees is crazy. Even just the sound those would make banging together. Yeah, it was a smaller earthquake, but sorry, side no, no, tangent, okay. but I was like, it's oh my really gosh, funny. I love the Muppets. And I was like, wait, I have a Muppet story. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's iconic. Everybody knows those puppets. Uh-huh. And so, um, during the creature shop is when he started up making the dark crystal and labyrinth so that he could showcase off those puppets. And those Jack's like, favorite. <gasps> labyrinth is my favorite. I love the dark crystal, but um, it's kind of like what I call slow burn. It's mm-hmm. just such a slow movie that I kind of am like, oh, come on. Yeah, Jack loves that one. But yeah, labyrinth is my one of my top I have to be like top 100 because if someone asks me what's my favorite movie, I'm like, okay, what genre and what decade? <laughs> yeah. It matters. Yeah. Um. So this is funny because in the article it read like 
you know, the most known puppeteers in America at the time. And I was like, what? I mean, I know them. Sid and Marty Croft, they made H&R Puffin stuff. And, um, but again, it was like the 60s. They were out at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they were the most well-known at the time. In Australia, um, kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh Um, In Australia, Aboriginal peoples have... There also an extremely long history of oral storytelling, but there has been um, found objects thousands of years ago finding that they would use masks and objects within their storytelling. So mm. technically, it's not puppeteer Puppet- as we know it, but, but more still on the just show. A, yeah, okay. adding in visuals mm-hmm. to keep people interested, and also those visuals help you remember the stories yeah. that they tell as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So the thing is, that's kind of what I got. I got uh-huh. a couple little fun facts for okay, us, but it was really, <laughs> it was really cute and really fun. Um, like I said before, I definitely recommend uh, checking out, even if you just do a quick scroll so you can see the pictures in the Wikipedia source mm-hmm. article, but there are many other countries. I'm sorry if I missed yours. I just kind of tried to pull what was, what is um, the history from the earliest history and mm-hmm. what were their kind of own thing there was a lot that you know puppets were brought around and shared and it was all very similar similar yeah yeah so um a fun fact for the people that are aware of who big bird is in mm-hmm. sesame street um for those that don't he is a an, big bird a big big bird <laughs> big yellow bird <laughs> he is eight feet two inches tall Farts. I meant to check how tall that was in only crap oh. centimeters. That would be bananas <laughs> in meters and <laughs> meters and centimeters. Yeah. Um, and his left arm controls both arms on a pulley system. So think you lift one arm up and the yeah. other's going to go down. Yeah. So he just yeah, yeah. do 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 side Let to go. side, little shimmy. And the pulley is in the very middle and right behind where his eyes and beak would be is held the script. (laughs) And I think that I'm sorry, I'm ruining the magic, but I just think that's really fun because we see it, but how much do we know about what goes on inside? Yeah. And so he controls, I cannot imagine this would suck so bad. He has to hold his arm up, his right arm completely up as high as he can. And the puppeteer is quite tall. I believe Uh it said he was like over six feet tall. Mm -hmm. He's got to hold his arm up straight. Okay, this isn't that big of a deal, but imagine holding your arm up like quack, quack, quack with your hand for like hours (laughs) while you're doing this (laughs) up and down with one arm to control it. So you're trying to be like, hi, cookie monster. (laughs) It's crazy. It would be so much. And so... He, his body is made of approximately 6,000 individually placed feathers onto that phone. I knew that. And I love it. And I love that when you're watching the show, he's like fluffy. Yeah, very. I cannot remember now what country it was. I feel like it was Brazil. Um, Sesame Street is a worldwide thing and they have their own characters. So mm-hmm. it's not like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they have special guests like Elmo, but they have uh-huh. their own characters within that demographic mm-hmm. um, for cultural reasons. So they have a bird and the bird is huge and blue and um, it 
I cannot remember what his oh, name is. So oh, that's, I think I know. Is it Big Bird? Sorry, I'm Googling it. I'm trying to Google it really fast. <laughs> Googling it. Be- I'm Googling it. Ew. That <laughs> that's what you said. Googling it. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Here he is. He is. His name is Garibaldo. And um, it's a little. <laughs> oh, uh, it's like um, Cookie Monster and Big Bird, Big had, Bird a baby. had a baby. <laughs> it's a totally. little creepy. You're so right. Look at like. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Okay, I'm gonna end up having to post a picture of that on Instagram. <laughs> it is, and it's like it's like Big Bird's like ratchet neighbor. <laughs> save that picture so you don't forget. I will. I'll save it. So, um, anyway, there's one more. Okay. So, um, right now the largest puppet that is can articulate and move itself is of course made by the jim henson creature shop his name is percy the porcupine it sounds like i'm doing a thanksgiving parade <laughs> float <laughs> yeah here comes percy the porcupine percy is two stories tall with two thousand individual foam quills with an articulated nose and he weighs two tons what? and is the size of an oversized volkswagen beetle that's and crazy. he's so freaking cute and i did not find a video um but his nose i think like wiggles and moves mm. and, oh my god he looks so real so super cute that's i don't cute. think it's like a guinness record but it's like the biggest made most recently i believe huh. so it's so cute yeah i'll show you um nobody else can see <laughs> just me just look up percy the porcupine yeah i'm gonna have to look that up okay so i guess i'll bring us down boo okay so i am doing a case of um sorry i'm adjusting my microphone to get how dare you <laughs> i know uh this is the murder of pam hutchinson oh so um, and this is pretty recent, um, recent as in like 2018. Okay. So it happened pretty recently. Dang. So recent. on April 9th, 2018 at nine o'clock PM, a 911 call came in from the Marina Village Resort in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Um, and the caller said that a dead body had been found in one of the units at the resort. Ooh. Yeah. So... The caller stated that um, her body was covered in towels and there was blood in the room. So obviously immediately investigators and police go to the scene and they first talk to the manager. Um, She was the one that discovered the body Mm -hmm. and she let them know that like the lady had checked in alone and they can see, um, you know, let's see her check in information. And that's when they identified her as 59 year old Pamela Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. And so Pam was visiting a friend in the area who was actually grieving the loss of her husband who had passed away the re- prior. So she was just there to like help be there for her friend and mm-hmm. go to the service and stuff. Uh, Pam had just, um, her name's Pamela, but everybody kind of calls her Pam. So okay. I'm just going to call her Pam. Uh, she had just recently divorced her husband of 20 years and she was just starting in her new independent life in Florida. Mm-hmm. And she had actually just found a condo really close to the beach and she was actually going to get her keys when she came back from her trip mm-hmm. for her new condo. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just a little bit about Pam and why she was there. So um, investigators go to unit 404 where her body was. 
there was a towel at the base of the bathroom door. And when they entered the bathroom, that is where her body was found. She was laying on the floor on top of a pillow and a towel was placed over her. Mm-hmm. And the pillow was actually most likely used as a silencer Ooh. because there was a bullet hole in the pillow and in her back. Um, there was a pink camouflage hat with blood on it on the floor and there was a toothbrush in the sink. And so she was probably getting ready for bed when she was shot. Uh, it was clear that the towel placed in front of the bathroom door was to prevent decomp odors from gotcha. coming out. And the AC was set to 61. Mm-hmm. So probably to try to slow down comp- de- decomp. So like, cause a body More will decomp. Yeah. A de- body will decompose slower in colder environments, but way faster in mm-hmm. hot, humid Florida heat. Yeah. You know. I'm sorry. Did you mention how many days it had been? Um, no, not yet. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So this is just her body was found. <laughs> okay. So the, well, the medical, so this is on the ninth and the medical examiner knew like she had clearly been deceased over 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And, um, so when they're looking at the gunshot wound after that, you know, they roll her over and they can see there's a gunshot wound in her back. Yeah. They were actually able to get a bullet that had gotten stuck in like the shoulder area, like in Ooh. her bra strap. So Dang, they that had pillow a pillow must have done a really good job. Yeah, what the heck kind of pillow was that? I don't know. <laughs> like a, so she was shot it's in It's not the back. funny. I'm sorry. That's but just crazy. Yeah, well, the pillow was just as a silencer. But yeah, so the bullet was found like in her shoulder. That's what the investigator okay. said. So I don't know. But it just must have slowed said. it down enough that it couldn't really exit out mm-hmm. and it just hit there. Crazy. So they are obviously looking around her room and or, you know, her they call them condos Mm -hmm. because it's like you got a kitchenette or kitchen really Mm -hmm. and um so they're looking all around it's a pretty big place and there's no signs of struggle or forced entry Mm -hmm. and so they are figuring like well she must have known this person um to let them in and the unit had two bedrooms and two bathrooms like i said it was pretty big that had a kitchen so it's like a condo like a house yeah um it's and like a so, nice timeshare. Yeah. And so, but it was like a resort. So I think it's, yeah, mm-hmm. like a timeshare or something. So, well, not a timeshare, but like a extended stay type mm-hmm. situation. So it's like a full setup of a mm-hmm. rental. Yeah. So. That's um, a lot of places to check. Yeah. So <laughs> they look in the spare bedroom, the second bedroom, and it looked like somebody had slept in it. Mm. And so they, you know, they see Pam's purse sitting out mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, well, her purse is still here, but... Her driver's license and credit cards for, you know, all her cards. Everything's missing. Mm. Uh, so they're looking through and they find a receipt from the Smokin' Oyster Brewery. And it... Brewery. I have a hard time I, saying. I it's like word. the word rural. <laughs> yeah. Brewery. Brewery. <laughs> so um, they know this place. It's like right down the street. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so they start looking like all in the area to see, okay, we got to find some surveillance cameras. So... Mm-hmm. Um, Detective Roten goes to the brewery where they see that she was, she last ate Mm -hmm. and sees that they have surveillance. So he's like, we need to see the footage Mm -hmm. and, um, let's go back to April 5th. Like who's talking to this lady? Maybe. Mm -hmm. So this is, her body was found on the 9th. So this is, we're going back to April 5th Mm -hmm. when the receipt was showing that okay. was the that was the latest receipt that they had so they were like well we got we knew she ate there so let's look at the video so 
as they're watching video shows, Pam was there. Mm-hmm. And um, she's wearing a pink baseball hat mm-hmm. and a white shirt. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was a pink baseball hat right. in the bathroom. So they're kind of thinking, okay, well, you could wear the same hat multiple days. Yeah. But they're like, we're starting here on the 5th. Um, so she was there alone um, when they see her on video but she was having conversations with like different people mm-hmm. at one point she was having a conversation with a man in a green shirt um and then around 5 15 p.m a woman with blonde hair a blue shirt and sunglasses on her head walks over towards pam and then they're all three of them kind of talking together and then the woman sits next to pam and so they're friendly. They're talking. Yeah. And the guy eventually, you know, leaves or whatever. And the girls are talking. You know, women are talking. Mm-hmm. No, girl. Well, they're girls. <laughs> but, um, and so, it, like, the two of them are talking. And it looks like they're having a good conversation, yeah. having fun. And at one point, they even, like, high-five each other. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the conversation was about. But they're they're clearly enjoying themselves. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely getting along. They're not mad at each other. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like a fight or, like, you know. So yeah. they're seen eating dinner together. They have some drinks. And then at, like, at because I watched the surveillance. Um, this is all also, you could watch this episode. I'm, I'm not copying it verbatim, but it's pretty much the same timeline as I'm okay. watching on see no evil. Oh, okay. um, I'll put it in the source notes, but, or, you know, the source in the show notes. I'm sorry. Stuff. I'm so fidgety. <laughs> no, it's fine. But um, so in that show, they show the actual footage. She's blurred out by state law. They need to okay. um, blur it out, but you can see timestamps. You can see dates, all of it. So I, mm-hmm. I definitely, Rewatched a lot of yeah. that and got a good timeline because the timeline here is what matters. So okay. at 7.43 p.m., they're done eating. So they had been there for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And they get up. They say bye to, you know, some people that they were talking to. And they leave the brewery together. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> detectives know they need to find this woman mm-hmm. because, like, she could probably help them figure out what happened to her. Yeah. So um, they talk to, they go back to the resort and they're talking to the manager of the resort to get more information on Pam. They find out what time she checked in mm-hmm. and what kind of car she was driving. And they find out that she was driving a white Acura. So a small, just a sedan, a small car. Um, and they actually see there's like a lot of surveillance cameras in the resort. There's basically one on like oh, cool. every level. So you can see who's coming and going on the level. Um, I'm sure Good. by like the entrance <laughs> points. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the parking lot and all that. So there's plenty of cameras. So um, they knew they needed to review that footage. So they knew she checked in April 3rd, 2018. So they went to that date and they saw her walking on the floor of her room at 3.39 p.m. Mm-hmm. She is walking with her luggage towards her room. And so they know, okay, she's checked in. She's alone. Mm-hmm. Checked in alone. The detectives look at the footage for the time after Pam left right. the brewery with that <clears throat> woman. Excuse me. And, you know, because they're like, hey, we know she checked in alone. Let's see what happens after they leave the brewery. Mm-hmm. So they knew they were, they left the brewery at 7.43 p.m. So then they go to the resort footage. Three minutes later at 7.46 p.m., they are seen walking together on the floor um, of her room. So they're mm-hmm. walking together. They're going to her room together. Mm-hmm. So they continue watching. Watch. Sorry. They, <laughs> continue, they are continuing to watch 
to see like the when surveillance they leave. Food. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> yeah. they leave. Then at eight forty three this p.m., so mm-hmm. like an hour later, uh, this same woman is seen just standing on the. She comes out of the room and she's standing on the landing area, and she just like it looks like she's talking to herself. She looks kind of upset, mm-hmm. and she's like leaning over, looking out at the parking lot, like on the railing and stuff. And so they're like. What is she upset at? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually she goes <laughs> Did back she to the room. she just shoot somebody? <laughs> so then they look at the footage for the next day. So mm-hmm. from the 5th to the 6th, at 6.09 a.m., that same woman is seen leaving Pam's room, but she's wearing different clothes. Now, when they see her go to the room, she just had, like, her purse or whatever. She, it didn't look like, like she an, had a change of clothes An overnight bag. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't stay, staying the night. They were probably like, oh, let's go back to my hang out place and hang out or whatever. And, yeah. yeah. So she's now wearing an orange shirt, and she's carrying luggage with her. Then at 6.14 a.m. <laughs> like Pam's luggage? Mm-hmm, <laughs> then at 6.14 a.m., she goes back to Pam's room and doesn't come out of the room until 8.32 a.m., so a couple hours later, and she's wearing different clothes again. Yeah. She's just going through her whole luggage wardrobe, just seeing what yeah. fits best. So now she's wearing a blue shirt, and she's carrying a bag, like, stuff full of stuff. Like, just a big, like, not a trash bag, but like a big tote bag mm-hmm. full of stuff. Now, this gets even weirder because she is seen multiple times between the hours of, like, 9.20 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. coming and going from Pam's room. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy when you watch it because it was so much that I couldn't even it would get confusing to <sighs> yeah. like oh now at this time she's doing this and this right. time she's doing this but multiple times she's carrying stuff she's, she's like carrying stuff cleaning to or and from the room weirdness. so yeah so at um 12:40 p.m. she is seen changing her appearance again <laughs> by wearing a white hat and so it's clear she's trying to change her appearance and they're looking at all this together and it's clear this woman must have been upset that night before at mm-hmm. 843 because she must have done something to Pam. Yeah. Pam is not seen at all coming mm-hmm. in and out of that room. Just this woman. And she showed up with nothing she's and she's leaving with all of Pam's stuff. Body, being yeah. a weirdo. So, yeah, because the last time Pam was seen on surveillances that night when she entered into her room at uh, 746 um, at night. So... They then turn their attention to the parking lot surveillance to see if they could find out where now their main suspect mm-hmm. went. So at 12.42 p.m., the woman is seen walking to a white Cadillac Escalade mm. in the parking lot. She gets in and then leaves the parking lot. The car is not seen coming back. Mm-hmm. However, at 1.32 p.m., so... I'm sorry, was that her vehicle? Or she no, got picked up? she okay. had... That's Remember, right. Pam had the white, the white like Acura? The, yeah, the okay. the small car. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big car, white Cadillac Escalade. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely not inconspicuous. Yeah. So <laughs> she leaves in this Cadillac Escalade at twelve forty two p.m. Mm-hmm. The car never comes back, but she does on foot. <laughs> at one thirty two p.m., she's seen walking back towards Pam Pam's room. She is then seen leaving Pam's room at one fifty one p.m. and she is carrying <laughs> more stuff. So, like, the last of it. And then they look at the parking lot footage. She's seen getting into Pam's white Acura and leaving. So, detectives then remember, wait a minute. There was a bolo put out, which is be on the lookout, uh, for a white Cadillac Escalade. And so, 
they knew they were looking for this car, the same vehicle that she drove off with, mm-hmm. and who knows what she did with it until they find it. Right. And it's just parked by the beach. And so they impound it. They run the plates and see that that white Cadillac, Cadillac Escalade belonged to David Reese and his wife, Lois Reese. Lois was involved in some incident in Dodge County, Minnesota. So detectives call over there and they're like, so what's the deal on (laughs) this car? Like, what's going on? And they find out that Lois Reese is actually a person of interest in a homicide investigation. (laughs) And that homicide investigation was that of Lois's husband, 54-year-old David Reese. Mm-hmm. What so the, the plot heck? thickens because oh it's God. like what so they the homicide happened in blooming prairie minnesota and a 911 call had come in from an associate of david's who hadn't seen him in a while and so he wanted to have a welfare check done mm-hmm. so on march 23rd 2018 so this is march yeah uh just 13 days before pam's murder okay. officers went to the house and walked around the house and they saw a bathroom window was open and they looked inside and they saw David's body on the floor. So they, you know, go in and his body was mostly in the closet and his feet were like laying out into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And get this. Pillow. His body was covered with towels. towels. And there were also towels at the bottom of the door to block out the smell. And he had two gunshot wounds. So clearly it didn't appear to be a suicide. And there was no gun found at the scene. Mm -hmm. And so they knew it was a homicide. And there were no signs of struggle or forced entry. Mm -hmm. Obviously. David and Lois had been married for 26 years. And Lois had... She just... You know, when people were like, oh, where's David? She just said that he... um, He had gone away on a trip for a fishing tournament. So... Hmm. They were like, oh, whatever. But I think his colleagues knew, like, okay, something's wrong. So, obviously, he was killed. So, at first, they thought, like, Lois was missing out well, as well. But Mm -hmm. associates of David's knew that Lois drove away in the Cadillac because they saw her, like, driving away. So, they're like, no, no, no. She's out there with the car. Um, So, when investigators look further into David and Lois's life, they find out that Lois had a gambling problem. And had actually lost hundreds of thousands of dollars oh at casinos. God. And she also stole $100,000 from her sister. Yeah. That's crazy. That's not yeah. like, hey, I stole five bucks from your, no. the bottom of your purse. That's no. insane. She stole a massive amount. So, like, obviously with this gambling addiction and money issues, it would, like, obviously cause problems in a marriage. But it got so bad that David had to cut her off, like, completely financially. Like, mm-hmm. she can't have access to the finances. So they looked at um, bank records um, and they see that Lois took out $11,000 from his bank. Um, So they knew, well, she must have killed him and stole some money, got Mm -hmm. in the Escalade and fled. So she's the main suspect. So now detectives know they have the name of the person. Mm -hmm. There were like, think about it. There's so many similarities in the two cases. They knew... um, the positions of the victims, the type of gun that was used, a small caliber gun, the towels in front of the doors on top of the victims. It's mm-hmm. like, this you is the same person. Too many coincidences. and Yeah. So the pressure was on, obviously, to find Lois because they're thinking, is she going to kill again? Mm-hmm. So detectives in Minnesota 
actually received information that she frequented a local casino. So they decided to like canvas the area looking mm-hmm. for any sign of her around that time frame. Like on, they knew, you know, when he was murdered. Right. So on March 23rd, 2018 in Northwood, Iowa, on the day that David's body was found uh, at a convenience store called Come and Go, detectives reviewed surveillance footage and saw Lois on the footage oh she has her gray hair she's wearing a striped cardigan she's heard talking to the attendant they have actual audio and she uh-huh. says quote hey if you want to start heading south would you take 35 south just to keep going down to the next state oh. so the attendant's like yeah and then she says is, is that the way to go you think and the <sighs> attendant goes i think so and this is quote i think so because i think that goes 35 goes through um it goes down to oma like past omaha and all that and so you know she's trying to flee south right so they as many states as you can put between yourself yeah so in this surveillance footage she's like okay thanks and she leaves now at that time they have no idea where she's going because all they knew is she's just heading south so they this is minnesota you know detectives they don't know they don't know there's a connection in florida at this time so they start to look at, like, what friends she might have that live in the South and try to determine, like, okay, is she heading to Louisiana? Is she heading, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these states in, right. in the South from, you know, where Minnesota is South. So um, on April 2nd, 2018, in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. So this is before she murders Pam. So this is April 2nd. Uh, David and Lois's friend, Tess Coster, she's out working in her garage, when around 1.30 p.m., a white Escalade pulls up and Lois steps out. This is after everyone's aware that Lois is the main suspect. Okay. So it's like her friends, but she's like kind of frozen. They make eye contact and then Lois freaks out and she's like, wrong house, wrong house, and then gets back in the car and goes, like, drives away. Why was she there? I don't know. But she showed up and I think it was like... Oh shit! They know that I killed my husband, kind of thing, because it was probably the look like, "What are you doing here?" kind yeah. of thing, and not like, "Oh my gosh, hi!" You know. Uh, yeah. So, um, Tess immediately calls nine one one, and and she says, "Quote: Hi, there's an APB out for Lois Reese from Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. She just got out of her car at my Florida house. She was just here. She's in a white O five Escalade." She then goes on to tell the dispatcher, like for the reason why the possible murder of her husband and embezzlement charges okay so this is all right before pam's murder so this woman's like unhinged already mm-hmm. and so please i can't get over wrong go, house like, yeah what do you mean wrong house i know i'm you, you. <laughs> I didn't know you how do you accidentally come here from a different state yeah from minnesota oops, <laughs> oops wrong house Wrong Sorry, house. I'll go to the next funny. state. It's, just, I, it's stupid. It's so dumb. Yeah. It is. So police are like looking, you know, Wrong go to the state. area, but she's not. She's mm-hmm. not there. They don't know where she is. So detectives in Florida that are investigating Pam's murder now know that with this connection, they have they have to bring they have someone local that they could bring in to yeah. identify the person in the footage. So mm-hmm. they bring in Tess Coster and they show her the footage, and she was able to confirm absolutely that is. Lois Reese, mm-hmm. she was even saying like, oh, it's the hair flip. It's like, it's totally her, 100% yeah. her. And every single video, the one from the parking lot, the the hotel footage, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, So 
they then decide to track down uh, Lois by looking at the transactions on the card, you know, because all Pam's cards are missing. Right. So money was pulled out of her bank at Wells Fargo on Fort Myers Beach. They go to the bank. They're able to get images from the surveillance system at the bank. And the surveillance footage shows Lois with her white hat that she had on. And um, she took out $5,000. So then they're trying to trace the car. That's crazy. You can't yeah. only take out like $500. She had her ID. She had her ID. She they had... similar enough? Mm-hmm. So Weird. I think she was just looking <gasps> for a woman that looked just like her so she could take over. She her. was changing the outfits to go to different banks, right? Pro- I don't think so. Oh. No. But they did see her with the... the sh- the hat that she was last seen in. So that's crazy. Yeah, she took out five thousand dollars. She's literally just trying to find the person that looked like her to take mm-hmm. their identity. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's how it's looking. What? So then they're like, hey, we need to trace the car. We know the license plate number. Let's just hope that a reader camera can find it. So the car is spotted heading north. And then Isn't they... that crazy? I'm sorry. I think a lot of people don't realize that like well, the... Florida is like the no no the way that they oh. like can take a picture that oh, yeah. they do all the time to find mm-hmm. where you're going they just need to know what the license plate is mm-hmm. that's why it's important to pay attention to license plates because even if you think it doesn't matter they mm-hmm. will look and they could find yeah them. oh no they do like with those pictures and the scans through yeah so they can and all scan the the license plate and so they see um that now she's going too. yeah yep oh i know i've got a ticket from my brother using my car in a toll thing and not oh, paying no. it. Um, so it is spotted. They see it heading north. Mm-hmm. And then they see another transaction. It was used at a Hilton in Ocala, Florida. So mm-hmm. detectives go to the hotel, look mm-hmm. at the surveillance. This case is riddled with surveillance footage. That's cool, though. So they're able to track her. Um, so they go there. And on April 6, 2018, just one day after Pam's murder, mm-hmm. Lois is seen entering the hotel wearing the same clothes that she was in at the bank. And the parking lot footage shows that she was driving Pam's car. And Lois used Pam's card and information to get a room. And she ordered room service. She signed Pam's name and everything. So she was just like, I'm Pam now. Mm-hmm. Um, so after Lois checked out of the hotel, she continued to drive north and then west so it's like florida kind of goes down like if you don't know it's like the little loop down <laughs> like the, the, pan foot, handle. the pan handle so it's so she's going up and then west mm-hmm. and so they're tracking and they see okay now her card's being used at a store on, in louisiana on april mm-hmm. 8th so she's just traveling <clears throat> further west mm-hmm. and once again surveillance shows it was her she's wearing the same hat she's trying to get she's trying to use her card to get the money out and it was declined right so she's frustrated and it's like she's gonna run out of money at some point Mm -hmm. and um but think about she took eleven thousand dollars and then five thousand dollars and she had the credit card so she's not paying with cash you know so um but now they're tracking her path and they're like she's probably gonna try to flee to mexico Mm. she's because she's getting yeah she's getting all the money that she can she's heading over and then down probably through texas to go to mexico and flee Mm -hmm. so u.s marshals are now assisting and trying to track her down and on the evening of april 20th so this is like 15 days after pam's murder Mm -hmm. a deputy in brownsville with the u.s marshals receive a tip that lois was seen at a restaurant in the south padre island in texas immediately down they immediately go out there and they find lois at the bar having drinks with a couple men 
they approached her and she just stood up and put her hands behind her back <laughs> she knew she was it's like they said yeah. she didn't even show it really any emotion she just knew like i'm, I'm well done. here it is yeah so the detective on pam's case um in florida flew to texas to interrogate her but she would not talk at all mm. so even in her mugshot she's smiling Ew. yeah now this is a grandma a mom a grandma she's literally a grand someone's grandma and mm. she killed her husband and this woman just because she looked of like a her. gambling addiction mm-hmm. over a gamble yeah money so um they get a search warrant for her hotel room and inside they find stuff everywhere they're like there's just so much stuff it looked like multiple people were staying there <sighs> there's like everything so it was probably all her clothes and pam's clothes and everything so mm-hmm. they also find a nine millimeter and a 22 caliber handgun and so they knew they had their murder weapon mm-hmm. and they found <laughs> pam's clothing the white hat she was always seen in uh they found pam's personal checks and her information all of that and it was clear that with what they found in that hotel room that she was looking for another victim like they knew she was she's running like, out of money you could just tell yeah so oh my god she was caught and she was charged in florida Mm-hmm. for first-degree murder for killing Pam, and she pleads guilty. Mm-hmm. And in December 2019, she is sentenced to life without parole. And then in Minnesota in August 2020, she got another... It's crazy. It's so Just recent. last year. No, like, 2020. Not oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 20, My brain. Yeah. <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> Three years ago. Uh, she then got the other life sentence for killing her husband. husband. But yeah, so that's why the time, the the way that this case was solved and she was tracked down was because of surveillance, largely because of surveillance. They were yeah. able to get a specific timeline. They could follow her from one place to another. And then with the tracking, You're you know, the license plates. No. <laughs> and and then credit card information, you know, bank yeah. statement, all of that. You could just track it. Oh, well, money was taken out here. Let's see. Yep, that's that's Lois. She did mm-hmm. it. And oh, well, she's using a card over here. Yep, that's Lois. And who was the last person seen with Pam? Lois. Lois. And nobody ever went into that room. So they knew they had irrefutable evidence, which I think is why she pled guilty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember I had heard this <laughs> case. Um a while ago when it I think when it like first happened mm-hmm. I remember seeing an article on it and um I was like wow just because she looked like her so she did really look like she her. did very similar are, are we gonna post the mugshot picture yeah. on Instagram yeah. to your shitty face yeah yeah I will I'm actually very interested to see how similar they look because it's so gross because like she was purposefully looking for someone she that was like her. She... how old was she I mean, because a grandma doesn't necessarily have to be, you 50, know. I'm sorry. I should have it's had okay. that pulled up. No, but no, um, Yeah, here. I will show you her ugly mug. But, um. You put my glasses on. <laughs> so does grandma can she. Oh, what a bitch. She's like, hey. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> what an idiot. So, yeah. I, I remember, like I said, seeing or. I'm trying to look up the picture of what Pam looks like. Pam doesn't. Pam's so much prettier. She really is. Um, 
And so. But it's just like similar. Similar. She is, but they are so similar. Very similar, but at the same time different. But But like, even so, like my ID card right now, they allowed me to use the same picture from like eight years ago. So the next one I have to get. But like, I've gained weight. I look different. So the thing is, Mm -hmm. you just be like, oh, well, if it's a much older picture, Florida Mm -hmm. sun, weight gain, you know, she looked like a more. Uh, tanning type of there's that white hat i'll post some of these pictures it's yeah it's yeah what a nut yeah so she just yeah it's really she's smiling in her mugshot yes and it's like i wonder why she did the towels like keep the smell down keep the bugs in maybe buy time i think to buy some time Mm. it's just weird though but then again like the way when women kill even when they're crazy they tend to have like an odd guilt so like mm-hmm. maybe because she's got to be there she's gonna look at it yeah i bet you that's why she put the towel over I mean, in the hotel with pam's body she was there for a bit yeah she slept there yeah Ew. yeah they are thinking that she killed her right after getting into the room because it did look like pam was probably getting ready for bed toothbrush in the scene you know like mm-hmm. it just looked like she was ambushed from behind and um so that video surveillance of of Lois coming out and looking upset and just kind of standing there for a while. She's like, I killed her. Yeah. Oh my God. She's like, now what? Okay, and like, then get she ready, compose yourself. Get some sleep like, and then go get. Start the job in the morning. Yeah. Get a bright and early start. So. <laughs> to hit those ATMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I saw the surveillance footage of them going into the hotel room, I was like, she did it. I know it. Oh, yeah. I know it. It's hard because sometimes the case that I'm lining up for next week is, um, like I found it on accident and I'm totally going to use it, but it's very hard because while I do love when they have a ton of information, you're kind of like, well, they did it <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's the kind of the point and I get that. So my next one's going to be like that, but, um, but it's also like having all that visual proof, all of the physical characteristics of mm-hmm. how they're moving, how they're hiding. The one that I like to watch a lot, they explain um, psychologically the different, um, uh, I'm like, dang it. One of the cases that hasn't come out yet. Did it? No. No, it didn't. I think it's our next one. Yeah, because mm. the last ca- the one that just came out right now or yesterday of, was yeah. Needle Felting mm-hmm. and Shelly Van mm. <laughs> So I just I know think. that I know that the next week after that, I think that's my case. And I think that one in the source notes has the video that I watch, which it's like the entire interview. Yeah. Well, obviously it's not. I but do it's like, like an yeah. Half, I do I like that. watching surveillance and mm-hmm. stuff and shows that allow you to kind. of... I hate not having closure, so I do like. I know. A lot of I the almost answers. didn't unsolved, um, and that's what I was originally going to like do. But I'm like, <laughs> you can't let me smalls. Well, that was like I think I said it before, where I'm watching like unsolved mysteries, and then I'm like, dang, what happens? I'm like, oh, it's unsolved mysteries. <laughs> I forgot what show I'm. Even watching. though sometimes they will do updates but yeah. yeah and I think the other part too is not only are those cases that are not solved in general like if they're recent they're scary like that mm-hmm. person's still around that did something yeah. bad and if it's oh, a long the last time case ago, I did was really recent wasn't it where I, think so. I was yeah uh no it was one that recently got released because mm-hmm. I was going to look up the parole so here's an update oh. there I was not able to find any information on parole, so it could have been delayed or whatever, but mm-hmm. I still see both there. Um, it was the the girl and the boyfriend that killed the <laughs> Well, by the, the time the that episode the comes out, this it's one out. is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is after. Be, so, so it was that episode. Yeah. I looked up. They're both still incarcerated. <laughs> and <laughs> My stomach sorry, it's like weird. Sounds. So they're both still incarcerated. Yeah. I will keep updated. I The girl, right? Yes. The girl with the, and, okay, the, and the boyfriend car. killed the... Yeah. So... 
the girl with the boyfriend who yeah. killed the car. <laughs> killed the car. But I looked yeah. it up. I didn't see anything. If I do, I will probably update it now that okay. it's released on um, Instagram or Facebook. So follow us there. Mm-hmm. And that is if we find any updates i will update there first and then we could talk about it on here afterwards but yeah no updates on anything um so anyways well this went a little longer because we we haven't been at it for a while so it's like getting back but really like i'm looking and i'm looking at our time and i'm like hey it was 10 minutes of chickens it's It's always 10 minutes of chickens (laughs) i'm gonna start like i'm gonna add like little funny appropriate i have a very dark sense of humor but i understand not everybody does so Mm -hmm. the memes we're gonna post up some little lightness every now and then on instagram and so i'm like it'll be crafts crimes and chickens because let's be real (laughs) that's That's the that's the sub that's our secret society crimes chickens and Chickens children and children <laughs> i know my sister I've, had a good uh good thing she's like when you guys talk about um she's like when you guys do like your stories of your cryptids or ghosts or aliens or whatever she's like crafts crimes and creepies yeah <laughs> oh that is good maybe we'll yeah. getting ready for halloween yeah maybe we'll do that over on patreon or we could fun. do a little sneak peek bonus episode here yeah so. we should do something for everybody for halloween even though, i know because it's on a tuesday that's when our episodes <gasps> release. release yeah Okay, we've got some work to yeah, talk about. we might about. have to pause one and like like hold yeah. off on whatever one would be on there and record one just for Halloween. Yeah, we'll do a special Halloween oh, episode. We'll, we'll think about, yeah, I don't know. Fun stuff. Okay, okay so that's, yeah, we have work to do. Yeah. Okay, so with that, stay crafty. And not cry me. Bye. Bye.